Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning, April 12th. I'm Ailey Shanes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. University of Florida Health released a study on a link between asthma and cancer risk. I spoke with UF Health data analyst and associate professor Yi Guo about the study and what people should know about it. This study is uh, um, about the risk of getting diagnosed with cancer after an asthma diagnosis. And uh, um, so there are, I think broadly, there are two unique things about this study. The first is uh, we actually used a large network of electronic health records uh, and uh, uh, the name of the network is called One Florida Plus uh, Clinical Research uh, Consortium. Um, so there's a website that you, 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 you should be able to find. The unique thing about this using, using this data set is it gives us uh, a large collection of asthma patients as the starting point. Um, so prior studies uh, on similar topics, either on asthma or cancer, there are relatively smaller studies, but this one is a, is a big study uh, based on a large network of EHRs, electronic health records. So that's uh, first uh, thing that's unique about the current study. The second thing is that uh, prior evidence on cancer risk in asthma patient uh, is mostly from uh, Asian studies. So studies from another continent. So there's there's really just one study looking at uh, the cancer risk after asthma diagnosis. And that study uh, is a survey-based study. So that means uh, they called people and they either call people or they do the survey, run the survey. They ask people about their past medical history. Um, so there's, you know, there's the recall bias from that. So that, that uh, study didn't generate significant results. But our study is based on uh, real-world medical records. So those are the, those are the uh, sort of the uh, real diagnoses and symptoms that happened in the past. That's the other thing about the study. So, so that's why I mentioned in our study, we're sort of like the first real-world study that generates this real-world evidence on the cancer risk after asthma diagnoses. And we found that uh, cancer risk is actually elevated after uh, an asthma diagnosis. When and why did UF Health decide to pursue this study? I think the study started, uh, the first uh, meeting that we held uh, almost a year and a half ago. And uh, uh, the director of the UF Health Cancer Center, Dr. Licht, Dr. John Licht, uh, organized a meeting um, because he would like to uh, harness the power of the large network of EHRs. So he organized a meeting between myself, because I'm a data analyst, and also the chief data scientist, uh, Jean Ben, uh, who is also, uh, I'm a chief data scientist of One Florida Plus. So we were sort of talking about how we can leverage this large network of EHRs. And the Dr. Licht actually proposed that uh, there's very little evidence on the cancer risk in asthma patient, and he would like to use this data set to actually look at the connection between the two. So based on the understanding of the study, why is there a link between an asthma diagnosis and cancer risk? So the hypothesis was that, um, so the asthma, asthma patients, they have this chronic infl inflammation, and the chronic inflammation is, has been well known to be uh, associated with future cancer risk. 
I think that's how that got started. Because of this chronic inflammation in asthma patients, we wanted to look at to see if that's going to increase the future cancer risk. And at the same time, Dr. Licht mentioned that uh, because the mechanism behind it, which we think is chronic uh, inflammation, then we also looked at how asthma control medication, like the inhaled uh, steroid, would actually lower that risk, right? Because, I mean, if that's the ideology behind this disease, then sort of like a person, like people who used steroids, inhaled steroids should have um, sort of uh, alleviated inflammation and that would at the same time lower the risk. And actually that's what we found. People with asthma had a elevated cancer risk, but people who had asthma, but at the same time using inhaled steroids, the risk is actually lowered. What should people with asthma know in particular about this study and what steps should they take to try to alleviate these risks? This is what I think. So in terms of patient care, at this point, there isn't enough scientific evidence to sort of recommend anything or prescribe anything. So our research is sort of like the first large-scale clinical database study on the link on the linkage between asthma and cancer, right? Um, so we are still at the early phase of research. So our study is the first to provide that evidence. The next step that needs to happen is to sort of confirm this mechanism behind it because there's the hypothesis, right? So our data only shows there's the potential linkage. So the real, so the real deal, which is the causal effect has not been proven yet. But it's sort of like promising, right? So there's it's promising, but it hasn't uh, been proven yet. So I think in the future there needs to be more studies that look at specifically look at the mechanism between asthma and cancer to see uh, chronic inflammation is the real mechanism behind it, uh, or there are other potential other mechanisms. So once more studies are are uh, conducted on those, more evidence is gathered on those, then I think physicians can come up with recommendations and guidelines in terms of asthma patient care. At this point, we're still at the early phase of research. And is there anything else that you want to add that maybe we didn't talk about that you want our listeners to know? This study, um, I mean, it's, a, it's an early phase uh, research study, right? It's just getting at the association. It's not getting at the causal linkage, but uh, this is the first study that shows this linkage, right? So it sort of opens door, opens a door for more future research. Um, so that's one thing that that's the significance of this study. So the second significance of the study is it uses the large network of EHRs. Asthma and cancer is just the one one topic because we have this large network of EHRs. There are many many other topics that could be studied using this gold mine of electronic health records. So we can. We can build machine learning models. We can build AI applications to actually look at other topics like cardiovascular disease, cancer, other cancer topics, uh, HIV. So there, are, so there are many, many things that can be, many, many topics that can be mined based on this gold mine of uh, uh, electronic health records. So I think that's the second thing that I that I hope to highlight for this research. That was UF Health data analyst and associate professor Yi Guo 
about a recent UF health study on a link between asthma and cancer risk. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Prison time could be deferred for pregnant women in Florida. News Service of Florida reports a measure in the House would allow pregnant women convicted of felonies to seek a delay going to prison for up to three months after giving birth. The House Justice Appropriations Subcommittee voted 14 to 1 to approve the bill. The proposal needs approval from the Judiciary Committee before it could be considered by the full House. A new study finds Florida and the Gulf Coast could see more hurricane strikes as the planet warms. WLRN reports the study was conducted by Pacific Northwest National Laboratory. It is the first to explain the mechanics and role winds play on a warming planet as they make hurricanes more dangerous. Once near land, the wind shear that helps suffocate hurricanes is also expected to weaken, meaning those storms could remain more intense. A new group to pay University of Florida athletes emerged Tuesday to replace the Gator Collective. Fresh Take Florida reports this comes months after a mishandled deal led to top quarterback prospect Jaden Rashada to walk away from UF's football program. The Florida Achievement Support Trust, a small nonprofit that until recently mostly operated behind the scenes, said it was expanding under the new name Florida Victorious. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Ailey Shanes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Wednesday.